You are listening to Bullet Points with Margot Bennett, the Executive Director of Women Against Gun Violence. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I'm Margot Bennett, the Executive Director of Women Against Gun Violence, and this is Bullet Points, our 15-minute or less podcast where we update you on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. I'm still recording from my home, so let me apologize in advance for any background noise. Today I will be talking about three topics. One, the legal construct of strict scrutiny. Two, who is John Lott and what is he up to? And three, a fascinating art exhibit and book. So let's get started with strict scrutiny. As background, I first want to talk about standard ground laws and how they have moved across our country and are now the law in more than half of the states that make up the United States. The idea behind standard ground laws comes from the Castle Doctrine, a common law that allowed for an individual to defend themselves in their home, but has, over decades, been expanded to include defense outside the home. In the mid-2000s, there was a deliberate push by the NRA and ALEC, American Legislative Exchange Council run by the Koch brothers, to expand stand-your-ground laws. They started in the South, with Florida passing a strict stand-your-ground law in 2005. Beyond offering immunity for shooting someone outside the home, it has been expanded several times with amendments that now require the prosecution to prove the individual purportedly threatened was not reasonable in defending their property. And once again, now with continued push by the NRA and ALEC, approximately half our states have stand-your-ground laws. So why have I brought up stand-your-ground laws? Because it is important to recognize that the NRA, and sometimes ALEC, quietly, persistently, and often under the radar, push laws throughout the United States that undermine our safety from gun violence. Strict scrutiny can easily become another example of their efforts. Strict scrutiny is a form of judicial review that courts use to determine the constitutionality of certain laws. U.S. courts apply the strict scrutiny standard in two contexts. One, when a fundamental constitutional right is infringed, particularly those found in the Bill of Rights and those the court has deemed a fundamental right protected by the Due Process Clause or Liberty Clause of the 14th Amendment. Or two, when a government action applies to a suspect classification, such as race or national origin. Frustrated with state and federal judges who they think have evaluated gun control laws under lenient standards of review or reasonable regulation, 
The NRA is urging states to declare in their state constitutions that the right to keep and bear arms is fundamental and that any state or local restraint on that right is invalid unless it satisfies strict scrutiny. The executive director of the NRA's Institute for Legislative Action told Louisiana voters in 2012 that a constitutional amendment necessitating strict scrutiny would provide an iron wall around their gun rights by protecting them from anti-gun activist judges. The strict scrutiny standard of review sets a daunting path for a challenge law to travel. For decades, the NRA argues, anti-gun judges and lawyers have insisted that strict scrutiny is inappropriate for gun rights claims because they know without this gold standard of legal protection, gun ban politicians are virtually unbound to pass any freedom-killing laws that infringe on your constitutional right to keep and bear arms. By overwhelming margins, voters in Alabama, Louisiana, and Missouri have adopted the NRA's recommendation. In March 2018, the Iowa General Assembly approved an amendment that follows the NRA's proposal. With the NRA urging Iowa and other states to join the elite group that provides the strongest possible protection for gun rights, lawmakers and citizens across the country may soon find themselves in the thick of a fight against strict scrutiny and for reasonable regulation. Now let's talk about who is John Lott and what is he up to? John Lott is a controversial pro-gun researcher who rose to prominence after the 1998 publication of his book, More Guns, Less Crime, where he argued that more armed civilians deterred violence despite research that consistently demonstrates the other. He and his debunked research, and let me repeat, debunked research, has been embraced by and spread throughout gun rights groups, including the NRA. After publication of his book, Lott founded the Crime Prevention Research Center, a nonprofit group that publishes pro-gun research papers and articles. Lott has argued that mass shooters seek out gun-free zones, despite evidence to the contrary. He also claims that the federal background check system doesn't work, pointing to cases of criminals who have circumvented it to obtain weapons, without mentioning how deliberate loopholes built into the system hamper regulation. Now, John Lott has been appointed to the Federal Department of Justice Office of Justice Programs, which conducts research into violent crime, doles out crime prevention grants, and funds research on firearm violence and prevention. Although his role has not yet been clearly defined for public consumption, he will have access to crime statistics and research as well as access to millions of dollars of funding to be awarded to nonprofits as grants. Will he tamper with important statistics that help form the basis for policy? 
Will he direct grants to the NRA and other pro-gun groups? Honestly, we don't know, but we will be watching as will other gun violence prevention organizations. Now here's a fascinating art exhibit and book. This is not a gun, is an exhibition currently showing by appointment only at the Tiger Strikes Asteroid Gallery in Los Angeles. Artist Kara Levine has created handmade ceramic replicas of the harmless possessions that led to unarmed civilians being shot by police. Most of those civilians were black. So far, she has meticulously carved 16 objects with her most recent stemming from an incident in 2016 when a Miami police officer claimed that he thought a toy truck in the possession of Arnaldo Rio Soto, a man with autism, was a firearm. The officer opened fire but accidentally hit Soto's caregiver, Charles Kinsey, who luckily survived. Well, that's it for today. We know that the holiday season is hard for the many of you who have lost loved ones to gun violence. You are in our thoughts as you contemplate the empty chair at your celebration. We want you to know we are committed to honoring those lost with our action. Please join us next month when we address Los Angeles City's budget and more hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. And in the meantime, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at wagv at wagv.org. Thank you for listening to Bullet Points, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at wagv.org to sign up for our action alerts. We're looking forward to you joining us next month.